The world desperately needs heart-based leaders with extraordinarily high emotional intelligence, and you are invited to step up to the high road to leadership. Hi, I am your host, Beverly Lewis, and I'm so glad you've joined me today. This is one of those sessions that's solo, just me. I love it when I have guests and fascinating conversations, but today I want to talk to you about the detours that are typically caused by potholes in the road. You know, a lot of times the road just gives way, especially on high roads, mountainous roads. You've got avalanches, you've got rock slides, you've got uh, rain downpours that erode and cause problems on the road. And and that's what I want to address on some of these sessions of the High Road to Leadership, because it's those things that often cause people to either uh, get delayed, they get disappointed. A lot of times, people actually give up and stop and settle for mediocrity instead of excellence. And that's not your calling. It's not my calling. So today, I want to talk about the particular pothole. Uh, it, is a, it is an obstacle that be, can cause great detour and delay, and that is offense. So let's talk about that. I set a goal a few years ago to become unoffendable. And I would get laughed at. People would say, well, how's that going for you? You know, because the question is, can you be unoffendable? Is it even possible? I'm not sure that it is, but I think it is certainly a worthy goal. So I set on the, out on the road at a, with the goal to become unoffendable several years ago. And here's the thing. It's kind of like setting a goal to become more patient. The more patient you want to be, the more opportunities you're going to have to develop patience. Same thing with resilience. The only way you get resilient is to overcome difficulties. And so with unoffendability, the only way to really acquire it is by keeping your cool and choosing to respond rather than react at the many opportunities that we all have to be offended. And boy, do we have those opportunities. It seems like they have become even more common in the last year or so. Of course, every time there's a presidential election, I think we see tremendous uh, conflict, strife, uh, people uh, even in families getting greatly offended, not speaking to one another. And, and you know, my question to you is, is that worth it? You know, it, it, I often quote the Harvard Life Study, which was certainly the longest running and most expensive study ever conducted a psychological study. And they found, after studying the class of the Harvard Business School unt- from the time they graduated until their deaths, that the most important quality for a meaningful life was the quality of their relationships. It wasn't how much money they made. It wasn't uh, how far they went with their education. It wasn't how many businesses they owned. It wasn't how many children they had, how many places they lived, 
how many homes, cars, etc., etc. It was the quality of their relationships. And I think this is so important to address this thing of unoffendability because in order to maintain a long standing healthy relationship, we have to forgive and we have to learn to not be offended. A number of years ago, before I even set this as a goal, I was working on a, a offense in a relationship, a, a relationship that had become uh, fractious because of disappi- you know, disagreements and problems. And I felt like I got the message from God that I needed to learn to sit down on the inside. So I want to share that with you as one of the tips today that I've learned from experience of how to overcome being offended. And that is learning to sit down on the inside. So what does that really mean? It, it, it Sitting down on the inside, it means growing quiet. It means listening. It means stilling that ego, that attitude of, I have to be right, that's what it means. It's relinquishing the need to be right. Oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? It's All of us like to be right. It's just a human condition. We like to be right. But sitting down on the inside means that I choose relationship over my right to be right, which sounds like, you know, a repetitive, but that's what it means. Sacrificing my ego, laying down my need to be right in order to salvage and create a healthy relationship. Now, there's something interesting that I learned in that process of learning how to sit down. And of course, you know, let's get real. Do I do it all the time? No. It's it's so easy to respond instead of react. When we get our you know, when we get angry, when we get irritated and annoyed, you know, and I could ask you, what is your pet peeve? And I would have to admit that one of my pet peeves is people telling me how to drive when I'm the one behind the wheel. And of course, I'm talking literally, but oh my goodness, this has a very uh, figurative application as well. When people try to tell you that you're not right. So, one of the things I realized as I have jur- have been on this journey of learning to be unoffendable is I realized that when I get offended, I'm basically passing judgment on another person. I'm saying, I'm right and you're wrong. That's judgment. And when we pass judgment on people, they feel rejected and they feel like they're not seen, that they're not heard, and basically they shut down in the relationship. And it's really interesting because last year when David Kessler came out with his book of called The um, the Sixth Stage of Grief, and he was interviewed by Brene Brown about that book and about the things that he had learned in Finding Meaning, which is the sixth stage of grief, uh, which I always equate grief to the uh, the process of grief, the six stages of grief are very parallel to the processes we go through with change, but that's the subject of a whole nother podcast, 
podcast episode, so we won't go there today. But anyway, on that interview, he made a statement that just gobsmacked me. He said, judgment demands punishment. Now, the statement implies that someone is going to get hurt. It might be you. It might be the other person. Most likely, it's going to be both of you. So therein is the motivation to make the effort to bridge that communication gap, to lay down the right to judge, to sit down on the inside, because we need relationships. We need connections with other people. That's how we're hardwired. We, our DNA is made for relationships. So learning how to be unoffendable is a key point for this journey. Now, let's talk about how to choose not to be offended. I, I've already mentioned learning to sit down on the inside, but I would say that the first active thing that you can do as a way of bridging, building a bridge to the other person is to listen, to really listen, to step back and give them your full attention. Because even if you don't agree, it's okay. If you listen, you are giving them respect. And respect is the first foundation stone to any relationship. You can't, you can't really have a relationship, a productive, healthy relationship with somebody if there's not a degree of respect. And again, whether you don't understand them is not the point because all of our experiences are different. You know, it's interesting. I just concluded a certification program on diversity, equality, and inclusion, which actually is going to be the subject of our next podcast episode. I've got a fascinating guest, Dexter Pitts. You're going to want to hear that one. But when I finished the course, you know, I've been teaching relationship skills as a trainer for many years. I've had opportunity to practice those skills through many, many years of owning businesses, leading people, um, and doing all the things. Yes, I've read all the books. I read at least a book a week. But I've, my most valuable and uh, shareworthy wisdom has come from applying what I've learned and through the relationships and dealing with others. So anyway, I, I completed this course on diversity, equality, and inclusion, and I thought, you know, we're making this so hard. And yes, we have problems as a nation, as a world with racism and all that. We have always had that, but it it's not a new solution. There's no new formula of how to fix it. To me, the formula was given in the in the basics, in the old scriptures that talk about love, that talk about respect. Uh, there's, there's nothing new in all of that, and we don't have to make it as an unreachable goal. It does begin with us, with each of us. It starts with us. But I want to just challenge you that you can make a difference yourself with being you can start with this simple goal of being unoffendable. There was a recent quote I read by 
Anne Lamott. She's pretty pretty much a literary genius, in my opinion. But she talked about that she wanted to be a contributor to the underground reservoir of love that can regenerate, refresh, and refuel our culture. And it's done through love. And we can grow our roots deep down into that reservoir and draw on a on a resource that none of us have on our own. But together we can we can begin to mend some of these deep divides, some of these chasms in uh, between races and people. And you know the I think that hope is the anchor that we have to have this vision that what we do, what we choose, how we act and how we behave on a daily basis can really and truly make a difference. So I'm going to keep it short today. I'm going to leave you with these thoughts and challenge you. Do you want to go on this journey with me to become unoffendable? First, you have to think it's possible, and then you have to begin to implement and try. And yes, there are many days that I have to start completely over, and I'm so thankful for day and night because every day is a new beginning. Every day is a new chance to start over and do better than I did yesterday. And I'm sure that you'll experience the same things too. But this is all part of the high road to leadership, and it's not worth allowing the pit holes of relationship difficulties to keep us from the joy and the fullness and the meaning and the significance that's all part of the high road to leadership. I hope that this helps. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. It promises to be valuable and fascinating. So I'll see you then with my guest. Thanks for being with me today.